Welcome back to the BK Space Show. I am your host, the BK Space, here with my very lovely co-host, Nova King, baby. Alright, Space Gang, we're about to get into the show. Alright, Space Gang, welcome back to another episode of the BK Space Show. Thanks for coming in. We live again. And we're live again. We're going to be talking about this, this, um... Jeffrey Dahmer Netflix series, whether it was needed, what our thoughts on the series was, what were some of the things that I don't want to say inaccurate, but some of the things that they sensationalized and switched up for the show, which one may, may actually surprise you a little bit. But before we get into all of that, Nova K, just a quick rundown of what, what did you think of the show? Uh, overall, I think the show was a little bit lackluster, just a little bit, um, because I felt like it was a lot of hype before I watched it. A lot of people were like, oh my gosh, it's so this, it's so that, blah, 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 blah. So, like, of course, I was one of those that had, like, a high expectation, I guess, and, um, it was a little bit lackluster from those type of reviews, but overall, it was a, uh solid series at the beginning of course you know you're like this jeffrey Dahmer bastard you know but by the end of the series i realized that it was made it was created to give light on the victims it was not supposed to bring more light to him and his atrocities but it was supposed to bring more light to the victims and tell their story Um, I agree. I don't want to say it was lackluster. I will say around episode nine, I kind of fell off on it a little bit. Yeah, it was uh, the last episode. Because it, it, it felt like 10 was the last episode. Nine felt oh, like... Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nine, nine felt like filler, if that yes. makes sense. Nine mm-hmm. definitely felt like filler. Um, Watching it, from from beginning to end it took me a couple of days because honestly initially i did not want to go through and watch this series uh another jeffrey Dahmer story if you haven't known it's been like 13 stories told redone about this man's life and i think the last one was like 2012 i want to say so for historical purposes it was needed i I say it was needed because the younger generation don't know. They don't understand the intricacies of Shoot, what that some story of the was. People, some of the people in our generation didn't know. Yeah, a lot of us didn't. It was very gruesome. It was very... They kind of make him look like one of the, the world's greatest... Not the series itself, but... When you hear stories of when you hear his name and for those of us who know who he is it kind of feels like he's the world's greatest serial killer or at least america's greatest serial killer and the only reason why people would think like that is because of his white privilege i hate to say it like this but in the show i'm not too sure of how um historically accurate those parts were but in the show when they were like he basically when he killed the hitchhiker and he had like some of his body in the bag and he was driving around and swerving in and out of the lanes the cops could have definitely arrested him had they like 
oh, let's check your car. I have been in a lot of situations where I may have ran a red light or a stop sign and they check my car off bucks. So it's like, (laughs) excuse me, like... So, um, I feel like a lot, definitely of his, a lot of white privilege. Yeah, his, 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 a lot of his white privilege on top of a lot of the cops and the people around him had homophobia. Let's keep it real. They were very homophobic on, uh, they were like, oh, you want to see some pictures? You want to come in and see my pictures? And the cops were like, eh, no. Yeah, it was wild. And remember, he was like, I have to go back to the, I have to go back to the, um, headquarters to delouse myself. Yeah, I think that was the 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 brain of Jeffrey Dahmer in a sense. Because when you see interviews of him and stuff like that, he seems like a very calculated person. Mm-hmm. He knew that he could hide behind the homophobia and the privilege. Like, that was a double-edged sword for him. Mm-hmm. And it worked out in his favor more often than not. So, let's talk about his neighbor. Uh, Glenda? Well, Yes. Mm-hmm. So, first debunking. She was not his neighbor in real life. She okay. lived in the building adjacent to where he was at. Now, he did have another neighbor. I think she may have been, like, across the hall who was experiencing a lot of these things. And they just kind of put the two together for this story, which is what I kind of hate about these types of shows because... Anytime you take a truth and you bend that truth, it's a problem. You know, Mm -hmm. it's an issue for me because people are going to think this is accurate. Like if you go watch, say, or watch Mojo or one of his older interviews that from like 12, 13 years ago that's been posted or three, four years ago that's been posted and reposted, you'll see people coming in from watching this Netflix series and saying, Oh, I feel bad for his neighbor who was next door to him. She had to experience all that. It's it's not exactly one-to-one. Now, she did make phone calls. She was concerned about the the little, uh, the young man. The young, the the little boy, the teenager. Yeah, she was Mm -hmm. concerned about him. That actually happened. It's just her daughter saw him. And then they went and told their mom about what they were saying because they tried to help him as well. He wasn't coming down the hallway. He was actually in the street. And there was signs of struggle uh, on him. Like, I think mm-hmm. they said it looked like they may have been, like, some scuffle or something like that. Yeah. And he was, he was like, in his underwear or something, too? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. that actually happened. It's just some of the details have been slightly moved to, to yeah. make the story flow a little bit better. But I, I, yeah, I don't uh, agree with that in historical... Co- co- Coily and texture, yes, it was definitely dramatized for TV because I feel like they um, they had to make it entertaining. You know, they had to draw the audience in. So of course, they're going to dramatize things. That's why that's why we were talking about in our last episode. Like, when is a when is Hollywood going to stop saying based on a true story and leaving out the true story? Like, this is also a, a great example of that. Um, she said also that the Glinda character were two characters, two people merged into one. And that makes sense if they want to make it more entertaining. Like, um, 
But one thing that is definitely still true to stories that is stink in that daggone building and no one did anything about it for a year. That was probably one of my biggest issues. Um, and on, of course, he moved to a black neighborhood that he already knew was underprivileged, under supervised. Um, somebody called a cop, so what? They ain't gonna pull up, you know? He yeah. was very, very, very calculated on the moves that he made. Um, another inaccuracy, speaking of the underprivileged black neighborhood, the black guy that he was getting in the, the car, he mm -hmm. was indeed at his house. That did happen. But I don't think the grandmother, what happened was she did wait for him to get on the bus. But the next day when they were trying to explain what happened, he did not say that, yeah, I was, I think I was drugged or anything. He really didn't have any idea what was going on or what happened or how he ended up at the hospital. His grandma did make sure he got on that bus the next day, but also it looked like something would happen to his body as well, because I think he had like, um, screw, uh, bruises and scars and stuff on him as well. And they so did again, nothing. And they did nothing about it again. So that part was also accurate. It's just, like I said, it's slight inaccuracies where they were probably like, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. But like with the, <clears throat> the neighbor, you completely erase someone from the story. Mm -hmm. Like at what point does sens sensationalization trump? I mean, you know what I'm saying? Trump truth. Like, why does it do that? Why is that okay to do money? Yeah, it, it's just TV shows. Like, think are, about are it. Now, think about our new historical references now. Think about it. If they had actually stayed historically accurate through the whole story, people wouldn't watch it at all. I mean, True. I would because that's I mean, just me. Too. I'm that type of person. But most people wouldn't be watching it at all. Nobody, a lot of people wouldn't be watching it. I, I this is going to be an ancient part of this of this uh show, but uh I'm a little bit salty that they weren't accurate on how he was killed. God forgive me. But I am. Have we been in this episode long enough? Yeah, it's been 10 minutes. It is. It's been 10 minutes. I looked at it right before <laughs> I said it. Right before I said it. I looked at the timer right before. Yes, sir. <laughs> um, I don't, I don't. I, but like I said, they have to appeal to the audience. And you don't yeah. want to scare people away too much. I mean, it's Netflix, you know. They're already losing a lot of money, you know. They're oh, no, already I think losing they, subscribers. I don't know, because looking at this Jeffrey Dahmer story, it's like one of the hottest stories in the country right now. That, and we that all watch it on anymore. one Netflix uh, account. <laughs> you might be right. I have, I, I have my own Netflix account. Thank you. Um... Excuse me. Okay. Falling <laughs> over here. I don't know about all that, but but <laughs> we, there are some other things in here that's inaccurate as well. It's one more. I, I can't really put my finger on what it is, I but know. I know what it is. But it, I've lost my train of Was thought. Was it the bathhouses? Do you know anything if the bathhouses? No, that that accurate? actually that, yes, that happened, exactly. right? Yes. And that's another issue that I have. Like, why didn't anyone call the cops when that was happening at the bathhouse? 
Because the cops weren't coming to the place where the homosexuals where the homosexuals were, and that's sad. So homophobia, literally, literally homophobia kept him going. Basically, he was killing people for like what eight years. Yeah, I mean, at one point he stopped for like nine. Went to the army, got discharged. No, but he then, didn't stop. Yes, he did. Um. Okay, so after he killed the first guy, this is from mm -hmm. him. Okay, so I watched Jeffrey Dahmer's interviews, and the dude is one very charismatic, okay. and two, yeah, that's that Gemini. I'm gonna just excuse that because I know what that was, man. And two, and two, not only was he very charismatic, twelve years, Wes says twelve years, but he was um very clear and concise when it comes down to explaining what he did. So anytime he told exactly what he was doing, it was usually the truth. Like, I don't think he actually told a lie. After he killed that first guy and he went cold from killing. Now, they don't mean he wasn't drugging people because he definitely was just to be close to him because he was fighting his homosexuality. And I think he was still fighting it even after all of this happened. Excuse me. So what about the guy that he put in the luggage? That was accurate? That's what I was getting at. That okay. was his first victim after like of what eight nine year stretch. Okay, that was the first time it came back around for him. So after he killed, after he took that guy out of this world, can't say that word too much. Yeah, um, we don't want to he stuck him in the luggage. It was accurate. He does not remember what happened. Mm -hmm. Um, because he had that's when that's, he had accidentally drugged himself. Yes. But I do believe that's the now he never mentioned that in the interview I was watching of him. But I do believe that's the guy he actually stuffed in the trash bags. The first guy he killed, I offed. I don't think he stuffed him in the trash bags and put him in the car. I'm not sure on that one. That was a little hazy for me. I think he just put that guy in the pipe. That don't mean he wasn't drinking and driving and stuff. That that's accurate too, because he was he was drinking and getting buck in high school for real, and he was absolutely sneaking in yearbook photos. That that was accurate. <laughs> now that's creepy. <laughs> okay, it was a okay. You know the neighbor guy that went missing. The mm -hmm. one they, they wanted to deliver the mail to. Jeffrey said he did not murder him. So they don't know that is an unsolved murder in the show. It made it seem like he did. In reality, Jeffrey didn't. Now, why would he be he forthcoming? Why would he be forthcoming on like of 16 other else. victims mm -hmm. and, and that one? It doesn't make any sense. And I think mm. a couple of the victims he didn't even get charged for. Mm. Interesting. I think after he got, no, he one of them, he went back. He got expedited back to get charged for. I think that may have been like the first one. Uh, the dude in the luggage, I believe. Mm -hmm. But one of them, one of them, he, it, they didn't even touch. So, yeah, that one guy that got murdered in the apartment, it wasn't him. So, and the, the series never actually told us whether it was him, but they kind of just left you with it. Mm -hmm. So, because he did everything else, you just kind of believed it. Hmm, interesting. Can we go yeah, into, you know what, let's look at these comments real quick because they're rolling. Okay. <laughs> um, I see Kev has made it. Hey, Kev. Hey, Wes. I didn't even say hey to Wes. I just was like, yeah, Wes said. <laughs> <laughs> we had another comment. Oh, she's hey, radiant. Hey, she's radiant. 
okay. can't give my input on anything. That's perfectly fine. <laughs> yeah, we understand. Like, it's a, it's, it's, <clears throat> personally, it wasn't a hard watch for me because I knew that this story really happened in real life. Um, and I'm also one of those people that can disconnect from a lot of things. Um, I am a huge protector of my own energy, so I know how to, like, be able not to, like, bring that into my own spirit, but um, I know how a lot of people can't watch those type of TV shows uh, all because of what they, their beliefs and how that can make them feel. So I can completely understand that. Yeah, it didn't bother me either. I don't know if it's because we're desensitized. Uh, desensitized. <laughs> I oh, cannot dang, talk I today. It up too. I, we both I messed up. <laughs> Y'all know what I'm trying to say. There it is. It, there we go. It was said on the show today. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know if it's because of that or I don't know because it didn't bother me too much to watch. I just yeah. didn't want to watch because I didn't just I just didn't want to just have this thing. I'm like, oh, I'm tired of hearing the same stories over and over again. Yeah. And this is one we keep getting told over and over again. I didn't. Um, I knew that it was a couple of because it's like two movies. And I think it's like a documentary out about him. And Netflix is about to drop a do documentary yeah. on the seven. I'm gonna watch the documentary though too. Yeah, I, so I like documentaries. I'm in the documentary phase right I now. I like the documentary. I think the documentary probably is gonna do a really great job um, on telling the story a lot better than the show itself. Um, shout out to Evan Evan Peters because I feel like he's one of the few actors that could probably pull off something so dark and sadistic as Jeffrey Dahmer. Um, I don't think, I don't think I'm, I'm gonna hate Evan after this because I mean, no, he was ass kicked. I don't know how I can look at him. Like, I I'm hate still him. tripping that he was ass kicked <laughs> and then kick ass. Was the other was quick quick And they're both were and they're quick both silver. Quicksilver. That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Blur moment. You know how it goes. Hey, Beth. Here. But yeah, I was um, you, girl. I didn't know if you want me to say your name or not. So we were just yeah, you know, we, we just said YouTube. We try to keep the names. We try yeah, to we keep just names. did YouTube. <laughs> also, he only—I think he had—he murdered ten African Americans. So, so in the show, are, it was like no, no, no. On the vic on the victim list, yeah, it was ten of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So a lot of people. Are equating this show with some oh I'm he's like a racist killer or racial killer no from his words it was I'm only killing and this is from an interview by the way he was only killing the people he thought was attractive he Offing. just happened to be sorry offing he had I gotta get used to that he he was attracted to those people so that's what he sought out so if you're attracted to someone I don't think the reason he was offing people was because he wanted to keep people close to him. Mm. He didn't want them to leave. We saw that in the series. Mm -hmm. He wanted people to stay. And this is a kid with abandonment, a person, sorry. This is a man where when he with was a kid, he had issues. abandonment issues. His dad was always going to work. His dad was a chemist, by the way. His dad was always off to school or in work. His mom was distant. She left him alone. She left so him. So when you put all that stuff together... Plus the substance abuse. It, it was like um it was a it was the perfect soup for this. Yeah. This was a recipe for a psychopath. And then and then it's the a whole, recipe for a psychopath, period. The whole dissecting things, he was doing that, that was true. You know? With so, the animals. Yeah. Yeah. So mm -hmm. it was a lot. Between that 
the the strong urges fighting his homosexuality not what's up Tiffany just, Red? it just seems like he really didn't understand who he was and i'm not giving him an out even he didn't give himself out he said I did this. I have to stand trial. I have to take accountability for what I did. This is no one else's fault. Those are words from Jeffrey. Again, I have watched a few Jeffrey Dahmer interviews because I, it's just fascinating to see someone so open about their about, sins. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's Especially the, when they're on that that's magnitude. The that's the part. And they definitely destroyed his brain, right? No, I don't think they did. Oh yeah, so yeah, they, they destroyed it. Oh, yeah, they did destroy cause, it. Because I definitely, I personally, I think that they should have never destroyed it just to use it for, you know, scientific purposes. You know, try to figure this thing out so it couldn't happen yeah. again. You know, but they destroyed the brain, and unfortunately, like a lot of people are like, oh, I, I saw a post saying something about this show has awakened new Je Jeffrey Dahmer's, and I'm like, bro. Cannibalism no, is, has been here forever, and it's going to stay here. People are just sick. I couldn't eat another human. Gross. But, but unfortunately, some people are sick. Like, it's not... If this... Those people that are saying that this show awakened more Jeffrey Dahmer's are the same people that are saying it's a gay agenda and TV shows that make the kids gay. Like... Yeah, <laughs> You know what's another thing he also said in that same interview I was watching? I think it was like a, a 2020 interview or something. He mm -hmm. also said, because they asked him about how he felt about being a homosexual or something to that effect. And he was like, it's just something that I couldn't control. The urges are just there. I tried to suppress them. I couldn't suppress them. I don't understand them. I don't agree with them. I don't like them. But it's just who I am. And mm -hmm. I, that part of the interview stuck with me. It was so... Mm -hmm. Oh man! Oh, before I jump back into these comments, uh, make sure if you you tuned in right now to like, share, and subscribe this live. You know, because it does help us out a lot. Yes, it does. Us, Please, yes, it helps you. us move. You know, if you're enjoying Thank the you. show, you know, you're enjoying the show. So we need the feedback, and we'll love Thank to you. have it. Thank you. Appreciate that. I love it that you threw that in there like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting better at it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. I really like what Kevin said. Hey, Dad, help me. We'll just send you off to college, son. Yes, the people around him definitely Let's talk about him. the dad. Let's talk about the dad a little bit because within the show, mm -hmm. emotion-wise, the actor was killing it. That's like the same guy from Step Brothers. It is. I didn't realize that. Mm -hmm. Like My man was going in as far as the actor goes. Mm -hmm. I don't know if the dad really felt like how that he was portrayed in the show. I don't have that information, but I do. I, I did find it kind of weird that he wrote a book about it and the motivations behind it. from the show's point of view, the motivation behind the book was so other parents wouldn't have to go through this. So I get that in that regard, but really, sir, you wrote a book and you was expecting that to, to, to sell in the, what was it, the nineties. Mm. Really? Mm. My, uh, he did write wow. that book. I mean, I'm saying I know he wrote it, but I'm not. I'm, I'm not you understanding his motivations. Yeah, yeah. Trying like, to get paid. Come on, Kimari, you know why? That ain't what. That ain't what he said. I'm saying from what he said in the movie. Oh, I meant BK. Saying, I'm sorry. I definitely didn't say that. 
There's two ladies out there. Okay, listen. My actual name, okay, is Kimar. That's all you're getting from me. Because every time somebody comes on the show that knows me, it's going to drop it. And I haven't just gonna go said ahead your just... name on the show in so long. It's I think I got too, of... too comfortable. It's the spirit of Ace McFly looming over the live. Is I'm not what it is. <laughs> Cause that man, that dude say my name every single every time we together. Every single time. Um, let's see. Quality and Texture said he isn't the first homosexual serial killer. Mm-hmm. No, no, he's not. And some Good. of the victims were not notified. You mean some of the victims' families were not notified? Yes, I remember hearing about that, that uh, a lot of the victims were not, uh, victims' family were not notified when they were creating this uh, series. But no, that's, that's not unnormal, though. Like, it's not no there right. Have been, uh, there have been other series and shows and movies where the victims, this is... They're right on brand for not Yeah, I, I think Whoopi said them. that. Whoopi Goldberg said that. She was like, this is normal. Like, they don't mm-hmm. often notify the victims. Do we think it? Do I think it's messed up? Absolutely. I think you should notify yes. them because they are going to get phone calls. They are going to get letters. Did you see how the people were reacting to the family? Well, we saw a little bit of it in the show where they were sending letters asking them to autograph the graphic novel that was created. So it's like... And the comic books. Graphic, comic book, same thing. Oh, but, yeah. Um, that is a graphic novel. <laughs> but... um. <laughs> It's it's sad though, for real though. Like I, if that was me, and I was grieving, and I cut on my Netflix account, and the first thing I see opened up is the Jeffrey Dahmer story. Yeah, I'm gonna feel I some type of way. And then I watch it and realize that somebody has accurately 100% mimicked my motions and my most emotional state inside of a courtroom. I'm gonna be mad. Insane. I'm gonna be mad. Same. So I, I I understand that. Do we have? Do you have an opinion? Why I look for see if I can find any other statements from the family. Really? An opinion for the for the families? No, I feel like my opinion is probably the same exact your way of your. Yeah, my opinion <laughs> is the same exact way of yours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. We know about John Wayne Gacy. This is not about him today. Sorry. Um, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> we're not about to go down a whole list of homosexual serial killers. That is not our aim for this episode today. Um, but in the show, they did bring him up. They and did. The fact that I kind of felt they... like it was a sort of like product placement because Netflix had literally dropped their John Wayne Gacy documentary. So I I feel like it was sort of like product placement a little bit. True, but at the same time. He did get caught the same day that Jeffrey Dahmer got baptized. So, and also there was an eclipse happening at the same time. So it's just a little, I can see why they brought it up. Yes, a little symbolic. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a statement. I think this is from one of the, Eric Perry. Say he's the uh, relative of one of the, the lady, the lady that was doing the, um, what's her name? Rita? I think this is. Let's see. Let me Who's read. Rita? Rita Isbell, which was Lindsay's sister, the, the uh, guy that got 
Which character was that? I'm sorry. This, this is why I hate being TV shows. Because I said which character. Like, it's not like which person. Show. Yeah. Errol. Errol Lindsay. That was his first name. I'm going to read this article. It's by Anna Kaplan on today. It says, the family of Errol Lindsay, one of Jer Jeffrey Dahmer's victims, is joining some viewers in critiquing a new Netflix series on the serial killer monster, The Jeffrey Dahmer Story saying the show humanizes the murderer and forces victim families to relive the trauma events. Hmm. Dahmer, well, we know he was convicted. He, he died in 94. Mm -hmm. um, Rita Isbell, Lindsay's sister, told Insider that Netflix never contacted her about the show and called the series harsh and careless. This is a quote. I feel like Netflix Netflix should have asked if we mind or how we felt about making it. They didn't ask me anything. They just did it. Mm. But I'm not money hungry. And that's what this show is about. Netflix trying to get paid. Yeah. So, yeah, you agree with that. I agree. We said that at the beginning. This was Netflix trying to get paid. Um, what? She goes on to she goes on to say it's sad that they're just making money off this tragedy. That's just greed. Anyway, well, not anyway, but what were you going to say? You hear me? Huh? No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for you. I was waiting for you. No, no, no. I was saying, saying what were you going to say? What were you going to say? <laughs> That's what we were saying at the very beginning of this episode of how Netflix are trying to, trying to get paid. What way to bring in a lot of viewers? Oh, let's make a story about one of the biggest serial killers of our time. Boom. And bring in the cast that everybody's going to want to watch. Bring in the cast that everybody we, is pretty familiar with. And, and this story hits everything that all TV shows want to hit. Mm -hmm. You had an African-American population being affected. Mm -hmm. You brought in Nishi, Nisi Nash. We mm -hmm. all love Nisi. It's, we all it's love not Nisi. Like we don't. Right. Um, you brought in... Even Tony's mom, she's the girl from Lean On Me. Yep. So you mm -hmm. brought in uh, a cast that we're familiar with. Mm-hmm. You brought in a killer that's probably like one of the biggest American murderers of all time. So it definitely seems like a cash grab. So looking in these comments, Wes said one of the cops who returned one of the victims to Jeff was police chief up until 2017. Yes, this Child. is true. We were going to talk about that because I think the officer situation was uh, egregious. But this is a good segue. Yes, he did not retire to 2017. Do you remember what they said to the officer? That he was show? like, when he got like the officer of the year or something? You know, when, he, when he left, when the two officers got... Um, Put on paid leave and left the office. Oh, he they said, turned I'm around here, even when you're gone. He didn't lie. Both of those officers got it. We saw them get their jobs back, but the fact that they were there to 2017 is really more. Okay, so this is my thing. A story can both be money hungry, and it can make a point or two. And I think this is the biggest point the series was making. Because on the surface, where they put us in was, and I mean like everybody, when they pulled you in was, this is a serial killer who affected the homosexual 
in black communities. Mm-hmm. That was that was the entrance. That was the entrance. But as it continued to go on, you realize this is more of a racist, um, homophobic police problem, policing mm-hmm. problem, and in undervalued communities. Like the whole Cities. series is basically that. And I, that was the part that stuck out to me the most. Because again, I already know most of the story of Dahmer. I didn't know how he got killed. I honestly didn't know that part. I feel like that was very sensationalized too, by the way. But um, It was. But, I mean, because it brought up a whole lot of religious stuff. I'm, I'm not sure outside of him being baptized, that was there to it kind of felt like it was ha and look you have a serial killer who did this horrendous these horrendous acts and he was still a christian and you know how that is triggering for a lot of people was he really practicing satanism i don't think he was practicing no because from his point of view the altar he had in his office was more so to again to be close to the victim because he was he worked at a chocolate um, factory. So he was bringing the skull to work in, in a duffel bag and he put it in his work locker. So that was really to be close to the victims because he, I mean, he was trying to zombify him so they wouldn't die. But his experiments kept failing. You know, he had put an acid directly to their brain. I think he said he tried one water at one point as well. So this dude was, was wilding. Was sick. For real. But back to this policing thing, like this whole, just watching how they were abusing their power of, oh yeah, we're going to, we're going to send someone never sent anyone, never was getting the address, never was listening, getting the full story, changing the subject, lying to make themselves look better. Mm-hmm. Does this sound familiar to anyone? Because we still have these issues to this Today. day. Today, to this day. And I think that was definitely what they shared it a light on. That's why I have a problem with with our society making so many jokes out of things when they're literally blatantly showing us in this series that the cops don't care about us. What, and let me play advocate a bit here. What is the incentive for them to care? Mm. Because we always talk about punishment. You just took my breath away just now. <laughs> oh, my I'm just God. Saying, I'm saying, we always talk about the punishment side of it for to deter them from doing these negative things. But what are the, what are, what are the positive incentives of being a police officer? What can you offer them? Like, case in point, the U.S. Army, what, does they, what do they offer the citizen to join? You get free college. Your family gets free college. You get benefits, good benefits. You know, you get to see the world. There are benefits to going and signing up for the army. What are the benefits for being a cop other than feeling great about policing your community? And I'm, again, I'm like, I'm not like some Blue Lives Matter cat, okay? Right. I'm just saying. Why don't we have more people from the community trying to be cops? If the incentives were better, would you be a cop? No. 
I mean, I get being doing the right thing. I get doing the right thing for the sake of doing the right thing. But let's talk about that. We are but Americans. So how many? So how many corrupted. places? It is. How many places or jobs do you have where there's no incentive to to doing it? Like if you don't feel fulfilled in the job, you probably ain't gonna do the job, you know, the right way. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a lot like that. Like we got to start tackling like the real issues of these jobs, mm-hmm. and we need more people from the communities in these positions of being police officers. Facts. And in order to do that, they need the right resources going to the right place. Facts. It's always going to like weapons and stuff and military gear. Well, why don't you make sure or when you give country. them this, or to another country. So when you give the police officers this money, why don't you make sure that this money is for the benefits of the officer? You know, good insurance, good dental, good hospital bills, uh, taking care of their families if, if something happened to them. This is where this money goes. Your son gets to go to college or your child gets to go to college. You know, like that type of stuff, but. We ain't ready to talk about that because it's not military. So, you know, uh, back into these comments. This is America. True. Uh, they, I miss where they mentioned Rodney King, by the way. Yeah, because they were when, um, this is Carly and Tess. Je- Jesse, Jesse, when Jesse Jackson had came into town, his, I guess his assistant was saying, um, how the Rodney King situation had just happen and they were oh, like okay. um they were talking about like the police there and then they were comparing the com- police there in milwaukee to um the lapd okay okay mm-hmm. so that's said, why they brought up um, rodney king therapy oh so they do get similar oh, oh so you're saying it gets textured who's also a uh, military by the way says that cops do get similar incentives you know i didn't know that like is it on par or is it like they get some of that, but then they have to pay the rest of the way? Because I'm I'm unaware. Like that was a moment for me. I researched it a little more. I definitely mm-hmm. want to talk about it in the future for sure. The point of but- Jesse Jackson was basically because of how many times the neighbors were calling the cops in the black computer community, and they weren't like helping them out. So Jesse Jackson had to show up because of the the inequalities from the police academy basically um okay the side note about the whole jesse thing why was jesse that that looked like current jesse (laughs) i know this is a serious show and i get that but why did jesse look like jesse in 2022 man like this is 90 what 91 1991 1991 like y'all couldn't find netflix Netflix, all this money y'all couldn't even have the age jesse just a little bit you couldn't de-age the man stop what you doing mo i was not ready for that i don't know what i was expecting you to say (laughs) but that was not it I'm just saying, Jesse looked like he was, Jesse was 50 something in 1991 in his Netflix series. Come on, man. Come on. Yeah. They had my bad. I'm sorry. That was 22 version. You're right. I was like, that's Jesse. 
I'm gonna be honest. At that point in the series, I was getting kind of tired of it a little bit, so I had walked away from the TV and I heard them talking. I was like, "Oh, they're about in Jesse. Okay, cool." <laughs> so I'm sitting there, you know, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm shaving my head, listening to the show in my room, and I was like, "All right, I'm done. Let me go lay down." And then I come back in by the time, by that time, and Jesse's on the stage talking to the people at the church, and I'm like, "Well, he in the pulpit." I was like, "Yo." It's just did we like fast forward? <laughs> is this like a, a is this now? Is this, yeah, like a brother was confused a little bit. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Look, no, no offense to the actor, you did a great job, sir. <laughs> amazing job, he did an amazing job. It's a great Jesse, it's almost one to one, but it's just like, yo, come on. I know it felt like Jesse was out of place, but let's get serious again. <laughs> Stop. We gonna have that to was wrap one, up Jeff. We gotta yeah, we, the Jeffrey talk in a minute. We are. Um, there was one point from Jesse in there where he says, when the guy was like, "So what do we do now?" And he says, "We move to the next fight." Mm -hmm. And if that don't work, you move to the next fight. And if that don't work, you move to the next fight. And if that don't work, you move to the next fight. And that was true. I mean, it's like all these years we've been fighting for equality and mm -hmm. everything. We and just, we, yeah. And we still ain't really got it. So I'm a little tired of moving to the next fight personally, but just got to keep going, right? I don't, I kind of feel like. When he was saying that, it's like we just gonna keep on taking L's until they get it, until they get it right. That's yeah, it definitely came up. You know, I was on one of these TikTok lives because I do that from time to time, and end up in a TikTok vortex between is God real and injustice for some reason. I don't know how I got there, people, but I got there. Um, and this lady was like, "When are we gonna be tired of turning the other cheek?" and and being nice at what point do we turn off this warm side of talking in rooms about race and situations like that within ourselves and then when a white person comes in the room nothing against my bro my white brother and sister but this is what she said and i kind of understand it and i kind of feel it when they walk in the room we were like oh we can't talk about that like that right now because we don't want to hurt their feelings mm. and i was like there, there was a lot of that, and still is a lot of that. Mm -hmm. So it's like, at what point do you get tired of walking on eggshells to not hurt someone's feeling, feelings, especially when you have a serious situation in such as these that are going on in our times today? So that stuck with me. I think it's going to stick with me for probably like the next 40 years of my life, people. Uh, mm. Can we go to before we end the conversation on on Jeffrey? Is, is there anything you want to add, and then we're gonna go to the comments because I'm I'm a little burned out. I think I I think I said everything I needed to say about the series itself. Um, what's this say? Oh, hey, Selena. Yo, I'm dead. S M H L O L hashtag. Oh, Jesse. <laughs> um, what's say? <laughs> Wes said, no disrespect, but what did Jesse actually do, though? Nothing changed. Cops were reinstated. No actual punishment for ne negligence. The only thing he did in that moment was give them some sort of hope. That's it. But that's what 
But let's just be real. He's this a reverend. That's before. what reverends are supposed to do. Give you hope. Yeah. This has been this has been said a lot actually. Over the years I've heard, especially when it comes down to JC Jackson and, and Reverend Sharpton. Like at the end of the Is day, Jesse Jackson the reverend? I think he is, right? Yeah. Mm, but at the end of the maybe. day, what what changes have they made? As far as on the on the front of fighting for civil rights and all that, like at what point? I mean, they've had contributions, but where where is the the major change that we need? But I would what never disrespect them and say, question? um, it can be that question. You can answer it if you want. What do we need to change? Well, is that the I'm question? Just, no, the question is what what has jesse jackson actually done oh nothing so you're doing nothing he's he's giving i just realized i did not plug in my ring light <laughs> that's so random i know i know but he's giving Stay hope on target. The, he's giving hope to the black community that's it i don't see i hate to say it like this but i kind of feel like Jay-Z has made more of a big, bigger impact for injustices compared to Jesse Jackson. I'm, I don't know. Like, I mean, for my lifetime, I don't know what he was doing in the 60s and the 70s like that. I'll have to do some research. But, like, he hasn't really changed anything. Okay, so in my, Neighborhood in my opinion. I like that. In, in my opinion. Yes, I, I could. Think, I, I could definitely ask that for a lot of civil rights leaders. Um, Corley and Texture. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Corley and Texture said he ran for president. Exactly what I was about to say. Had he not done that, we wouldn't be. We wouldn't have some of the stuff. I don't know if it's like in the grand scheme. And this is the thing. At the moment, it was major, but now because things are more escalated and gestures have to be bigger and you have to be more grander about the things you've done. I think now it seems like not as big of a deal, but at the time it was major. At the time it was what was needed, but now in our time period, we need something else. Like it, it was great for them and it worked to keep us in the conversation, to keep the ball moving. But now that gap to make the ball move is so much bigger now. We need so much more change. We need to, to squash violence. We have better data, better information. We know how the mind works. We know we know the real causes of a lot of these issues, and we know that the way they were fighting them won't work. And mm -hmm. it, it can't work because it's still not dealing with the root cause that we now understand is the problem. So thank you for what they did. But I think it's time for them to step aside. And I think for the most part, they have. That's just my opinion. I don't want to disrespect their legacy like that. Because I got mad. I'm going to be real. I got upset at B. Simone when she was like, Martin Luther King was a nothing Negro, basically. Oh, no, no, no. We know that he uh, did something. I know she didn't. He definitely did something. Yo, yo, Turtle. Turtle Boy is in the comments. He said, Jesse ran so Obama could wear that tan suit. <laughs> Y'all, they gonna think we some of them people that don't care about the past. <laughs> oh gosh. 
Period. Again, I don't want to be hypocritical because I was definitely kind of upset at her saying that because that man may have had some inf- okay had some infidelity in his relationship. That, that Who hasn't? this yeah that that excluding him from being a great leader, and I disagree no. with that. No. I just think nowadays could be, could be that version of leadership, leader. of course, it, it, the two don't really correlate. <laughs> um, I just think nowadays, nowadays, what those people stood for, what they worked for, the time period they in, it was fine because it was a whole time period where everybody was completely walking on eggshells. Now we can be a little hardcore with our words and our feelings and our emotions. Now we need a new type. Of, we we got to make a new move. So, mm-hmm. I agree, and and I think we're done on the Jess on the Jeffrey Dahmer uh, conversation. Um, it was an interesting se- series. My last question: We're not completely done. My last question: Was this series needed? No. No, you say no. I'm no. in the middle. I'm in the middle on it. I mean, I'm I'm glad that Evan got in got another job but <laughs> um kind of sorta i would say kind of sorta because like i said it did give light for the victims like it told more of the victim story itself but i kind of i'm kind of indifferent on whether we needed it or not yeah yeah i can agree with that that's how i feel it's like I'm the type of person that when I want to go back and play a video game, an older video game that was on an older system, and I can't play it, I'm like, man, that's messed up. I can't play it. And then you find out that they didn't um, save it the right way. So that means it's lost. It's lost media now, or it's a movie or a show that we want to watch that we can't go back and watch, and it's lost media now because they didn't format it correctly enough for it to move over to the new formats. So I'm the type of person that's I'm like, eh, it's needed because every time technology advances, it has to be brought up to a new format so the newer generation can learn the story. I just think mm. it could have been done a little bit more tastefully. They should have asked the victims, families, whether or not they were okay with being shown because some of the victims was excluded other than yeah. like a face yeah. or a small so A lot of so. the victims, half, half of the victims were excluded for real, for real. Yeah, you're right. So it's like you just got the ones you found as the most entertaining and you put that forward, which is where the disservice is for me. Mm-hmm. All right. Last last couple of comments. Kev, what's happening, Kev? I don't think I spoke to you when you got here. Um, Kev said, I mean, how many times are you going to retell the story of basically Jack the River for the LGBTQ community? Eh, I can understand that. Uh, they also said that Obama's suit was fly. Fire than a motherfucker. And <laughs> it was it. though. I still trip off of how much controversy that brought up. Like a man can't wear a tan suit. Like what? And also yeah, to go back to my point that. about the the civil rights part. You should have had a periwinkle suit. Uh, stop it. Um. Corley and Texture said, good point, BK. So I'm going to take that and end this episode. <clears throat> so, you know. Are we done with the episode? Uh, oh, okay. Thank you, guys. Well, I mean, what else you got to talk about? We only got like six minutes left. Yeah, I don't think I don't think we have any time for a B-plot right now. 
The, yeah, B, plot, the B plot was the suit. Let's talk about the, no, no, we're going to talk about the suit. <laughs> Do you remember where you were? No. When the suit came across the screen? No, because I didn't I think I was that in, serious. No. I was I at home remember. and Fox News was going crazy about that suit, man. I didn't realize it until like probably like two days later that people were so upset about it. But I, and then it took me a while to even realize. And it's like, oh, because he's a president and presidents normally wear like the darker color suits and blah, 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 blah. But baby, they didn't know that Barack had style. Like, what's going on here? Okay. Okay. Quick question. Which was more of a controversy during the Obama presidency? The tan suit? Or the fist bump. Definitely the tan suit. What you talking about the fist bump when him and Joe Biden fist bump? No, him and Michelle used to fist bump. Oh, like when he'd get ready for a speech or something? Yeah, just any time. Mm-hmm. They and called it randomly. on camera once. Yeah, most definitely. I don't know because, you know. What's I- good, Mars with Mike's? I see you. I, I heard y'all was live. JJ told us she was in the comments. Hey, Mars with Mike's. What's up, Brody? Look, Look, we, we planned our lives on the same day this time. And my bad. That was on me. I think y'all had y'all's plan first. I would have been over there had I been paying attention. But I don't be paying attention sometimes. Y'all got to yes. excuse me. Uh, the tan suit was way more and more controversial than the uh, than the fist bump. You think so? Because, you know, the tan suit. Oh, oh, oh. They still talk about the tan suit till today. Hold on. Hold on. Remember? Remember when he was cutting the pizza with the knife and the fork? Mm-mm. Yeah, that happened. Yeah, yes, yes, Corley attached These were controversial moments for the GOP when President Barack was running things. They were very controversial. They were very controversial. Like it took me oh, like you know it took what? me like two days to see all the controversy and I still I'm still shocked. It's just a tan suit. Wasn't it like around Easter time too? I, I think it may have been. Oh, I, I got a I got a bit of a B plot. I don't know if y'all watched um the Daily Show. But oh, Trevor, Trevor Noah is leaving. Mm-hmm. He brought some. Look, Trevor. as a person, as a person who watched The Daily Show every time with John Stewart, like all the time, like almost every night when he was on, I was watching. So, watching Trevor come in as like the hated person, they hated when he changed the theme song because he was a little bit more black. Then he started adding. Then he's then Roy, then Roy Wood Jr. came, and then it got even more black. I forgot the other young lady name, it was another black lady, and then it got even more black. And it's just like he brought so much diversity to the Daily Show, which is what he was supposed to do, by the way. Mm -hmm. And it was so good. And of course, his comedy was hit and miss for a lot of people. And then there was one group that was like, He's not funny. Then there's another group saying he was towing the line of the democratic party thing and he was a shield for the democrats whether or not he was he was great at the show and i definitely enjoy his his comedy he will personally. be missed on the daily show for sure he will and thank you trevor for having such a great and amazing show and and i'm gonna be watching your stand-up specials because i actually do find him funny i like smart comedy man i like comedy that makes me think a couple of seconds before i laugh. same okay? same me too all comedy as long as it makes me laugh period like as long as it makes me laugh i'm here for it all right last run through of the comics the comics 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 really the last run through of the comics we are messing up words left and right on left and right it's okay it's okay um 
Marshall Mike said the tan suit was definitely on Fox News. And he also said it's all good that I missed a lie. Thank you for coming, Charles. Um, Corley and Tasha said, what? These were controversial. <laughs> I must have been out of the country. Probably. Yeah, I read that. That's how she wrote it. I just wanted to give the emotion. The, the emotion with it. I'm proud of you. Um, she also said President Obama, former President Obama, came to our military bases once. Michelle introduced him. I loved him. That's lit. Turtle Boy. Yeah, for sure. Turtle Boy said Trevor Noah is a G. It was um, always kept it a buck. Always. This is true. This is true. Uh, I don't know. I didn't read the, the Trevor Noah book, Corley and Texture. Tell me how it went. Is it good? Should I pick it up? Should Should we suggest that to the viewers? She says read it. On the side? She says read oh, it. Oh, I thought I read that as I read Trevor Noah's book. Yeah, and then she says read Trevor Noah's book right underneath it. Oh, yeah. Dang. <laughs> I ain't got my glasses. Oh. Um, <laughs> and Turtle Boy says he's going to put the book on his list. All right. So we are done with this episode. I really wanted to talk about Jeffrey Dahmer because it was Jeffrey Dahmer and it was such a huge moment right now. But we definitely didn't want to like prolong this conversation as long as any longer than we needed to. Because any we longer also than we needed to. We also understand that there's a lot of hurt and anger behind the show's existence. Are we going to talk about the documentary? Not extensively no. unless something really crazy comes up inside of it. But for the most part, you kind of know what you're getting here. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you want to watch the show, I'm not telling you not to, but just keep that in mind that some of it might not be completely true. We talked about this on the last episode. It's ba- Even though this one didn't say, I don't think it said it's based on a true story. It's presented itself as being the accurate story i believe it was so you know but still take it with a grain of salt even with documentaries by the way yeah they also write those yeah for entertainment purposes too they got to keep it entertaining as well Mm -hmm. so just be careful research for yourself take it easy thank everybody for coming through the comment section thank you guys thank y'all so much always here to support us and we love you guys for that for sure for sure we're gonna go ahead and end this one um, are we doing a live next? No, we're not doing the next. We're not episode. doing a live next episode. Oh, but we are going to talk about Marvel. Nova though. <laughs> I mean, I was going to say it on the next episode. So, so no birthday. It's going to be after my birthday. True, Noah's birthday is coming up, so we're going to we're going to do the next episode on not live. Yeah, it's not going to be live. Yeah, yeah, But thank you guys for coming through the comment section. We definitely enjoyed the conversation. I had a blast. Uh, Thanks for the feedback. Definitely felt important hearing from you guys. And um, we out. I keep hitting the mic, by the way. But we up out this thing, man. Y'all be cool. All right, Space Gang. Thanks for listening to the show today. Nova King, let them know what they can do for us to find the show. Head on over to YouTube, like, comment, subscribe, turn on that notification bell so you can keep up with every single live episode or catch up on any episodes you may have missed in the past. Also, you can catch up on all of our episodes on Apple Podcasts. Alright, Space Gang. I have been DBK Space here with my very lovely host, Nova King. 
baby. Thanks for listening. <laughs>